Welcome to the podcast that is designed to fuel your success in selling technology solutions. I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, VP of Sales Engineering at Tolaris, and this is Next Level Biz Tech. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, VP of Sales Engineering here at Tolaris, and you're listening to Next Level BizTech. Remember, the goal of this podcast is to help you understand technology, help you understand who some of the vendors are, and what the process, what the sales motions are, what the deals are like, and how this technology really impacts uh, all of the end users and our sales partners as well. So if you've listened to the first one, uh, you, you know, we, we talked to Shane Speakman and we talked about this technology and what Tolaris is doing here. And then we had a chance to uh, listen to Ring Central and their VP of engineering, Amir Hamid, to talk about what they're doing and what they're seeing and how that, prod, uh, that product impacts the market. And today we have the pleasure of joined, being joined by a good friend of mine, Jerry Goldman, president and CEO of Select Communications, one of our top partners. Jerry, thanks for coming on, buddy. Happy beer, Josh. So, well, let's let's kick this off. I, I want to hear a little bit about you. I want everybody to understand what is Select Communications. How did you get started? And 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 talk to us about what you're doing out there. Sure. So you know, I had, I we had an unconventional um, start to the business about 12 years ago. Uh, I was working as a sales rep at a company called WebEx that many of you are aware are familiar with, and I was a sales rep there and did a good job. And uh, I realized that uh, that I was making WebEx a tremendous amount of money. And I thought, you know, I wonder if there's a way for me to be on the other side of this table where I can be the one who is selling the product and benefiting. Um, on a residual basis financially. So I sat down with some of their, uh, some of the leadership there and, and got some ideas around what that might look like. Uh, I had some fantastic mentors there, Mitch Tarika, Rob Green, guys that, that really were my direct uh, managers that showed me kind of how to run a team and what that looked like, the right way to do it. So I decided to break away from uh, WebEx and start my own, at the time, consulting company uh, and sell conferencing services and resell WebEx and some other conferencing and communication products and launched the company just myself and ran it for several years alone and then started to scale it. And fast forward a few years um, to about four or five years ago, uh, we realized that standalone conferencing products were archaic and they were kind of a thing of the past. And most organizations were now consuming and looking for those products through UCAS services. So we, uh, four or five years ago, we kind of relaunched our company and learned all about UCAS, and it was probably the single best decision I've made as a CEO and a business owner because it, uh, it really brought us to where we are today, and uh, we've had three consecutive years on the Inc. 5000, so we're growing really quickly, and uh, we have a tremendous, uh, a tremendous um, a vision of where we're headed in the next four to five years. Awesome. I, you know, this might turn out to be my favorite part of this podcast is getting to hear everybody's unique story because nobody, nobody takes this linear path. Uh, and, and we always talk about success doesn't come in a straight line, but I really do love hearing the paths that everybody takes into this uh, because you just, you, you never know, you, you know where you want to get and you know where you want to end up, uh, but you don't always sure. know how you get there. So I'd love to hear that path. Cool story. 
Yeah, yeah, and you know, for me, it's, uh, for those listening, you know, I, we, I don't have a college degree. I've never run a company. I'm, 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 I'm the least qualified person to start a company, <laughs> right? So, so if, if people out there are looking at, at agencies or, or considering partnerships in, in this space, the channel's been incredibly good to us. But um, I, I really learned as I went and, and didn't have um, the, the formal background that many of, of your listeners will. Awesome. So, so let's talk. Let's jump in and talk about UCAS here. So, so level set for anybody that's not familiar. Uh, UCAS, we love acronyms, and we, we tend to spout off acronyms without ever explaining them to, to, to people that don't know this space. Unified Communications as a Service. So we're talking voice services. We're talking collab and chat, conferencing. You know, you mentioned things like that. Talk to me about, you know, you, you mentioned your background and your history at, at WebEx and conferencing. How did you first learn about UCAS, and, and what did you see popping in there? You know, it's funny. Uh our customers. Uh, so we had a lot of conferencing customers that were buying old video conferencing or, or WebEx, you know, screen sharing technology or conference call services. And we noticed that um, the business started to slowly um, decline. And so we, we did a good job of staying in touch with our customers. So I wanted to know why. And what I found was, and this is four or five years ago, that they were purchasing products in the UCAS world, voice world, where they could get uh, video and voice and conference call services included with their phone systems. So it forced my hand to say, okay, wait a minute, is this the, the wave of the future? So we did some homework and we really leaned into a couple of suppliers and, and some master agencies and, and thought, okay, do we need to pay attention to this? And it became obvious very quickly that that was the wave of the future. And so we, we made a pivot. In fact, we, we actually had to, um, uh, to bring a, a entire new sales team in to sell the services because the team we had really struggled with a commodity purchase mm -hmm. versus more of a strategic conversation around UCAS services. So, um, so that's how we heard about the services, and that's how we, that's how my attention was called to it. Uh, it was an absolute blessing to be able to, to 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 be told by my customers, hey, I felt like they were kind of pulling on my shirt tail, saying, hey, you better pay attention here. So that's how we initially heard about the UCAS services. Got it. Now. Uh, I, I want to talk about the first deal. Uh, I, I want to see if your perspective is similar than mine. I, I remember the first UCAS deal mm -hmm. I did in this space. It was a great UCAS supplier we had in the beginning. We still have. And their, their story was white glove service at a time where a lot mm -hmm. of people were just chipping it and going, here you go, turn it up, plug it in. It'll all work. It's magic. And I remember us talking to that, that customer they were bought into the idea of this as a service model uh, of everything is, is buckled into one, you know, one, one cost on a per user basis. They love the collaboration features. They loved everything that came with it. The unlimited local long distances, all these revolutionary things. And then we talked about the contract and we talked about the terms. They said, wait, 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 are you telling me that I have to pay for this every month? Are you, I, I can't just buy it outright. You're crazy. Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. Nobody's going to get into this yeah. as a service model. So yeah. obviously vastly different than where we're at now. Uh, they did end up buying, uh, believe it or not, but uh, that, that's how we started. So I'd love to hear about kind of your first deal uh, and you sold and kind of how that went. Yeah, so we had a long-term customer that trusted us with technology, their technology purchases, and uh, we had not ventured at all into UCAS world clearly at that point. And 
they asked us about a couple of companies that were VoIP providers and so, and we knew nothing. So we went out and started doing our homework. And my big fear at the time was the quality would be poor. Mm. And that was the old, maybe the old mantra that, Hey, if you're putting your voice over the internet, it's, it, yeah, it's going to be really hard to hear. You're going to have drop calls. It'll be scrambled all the things depending on your internet speed. So I was hesitant to even make a recommendation, but we, we, we looked at a couple suppliers. I got comfortable around it. We brought them a few suppliers. They went through the process. Um, I, I leaned into the actual, it's funny you mentioned the terms of the agreement. I, I leaned into the contract to say, hey, we want some SLAs here to make sure this stuff works because our name was on it. Yeah. At the end of the day, we were making the recommendation. So, um, but long story short, the, the customer purchased the service. Uh, that was, I think, a, five and a half, almost six years ago, somewhere in that neighborhood. And they're still using that same service. They're very happy. Um, and it, it, it gained and gathered some confidence on our side of watching, oh, this actually worked, that the customers will pay a residual or a, a monthly fee versus an old PBX. They, they are happy to have the extra features. It is a value to them. And once we saw that, it really built, it, it really got our attention to say, okay, this is a real thing. This isn't going to go away. And, and we leaned really heavily into the technology at that point, from that point forward. Good. And you brought up a good point there. You know, my, my background, I'm, I'm engineer by trade, right? So I'm, I tend to come in and go, what's the problem? How do we solve it? Very unemotional to it sometimes. Right. And so sure. I, I want to hear from your perspective though, the technology that you've sold, how do you feel that that has helped the customer evolve? Sometimes they, they know what they want and they think it's going to do this one thing, but what have you seen with that and helping a customer evolve their business? Yeah, it's really been, um, it, you know, it's been eye-opening to say the least. So uh, I guess, you know, everyone talks about COVID, right? Everyone, everyone, all their employees went remote and everyone had to figure out how to, how to work remote overnight. But it started before that for us with our customers because there's always been a, a remote workforce out there. And the challenges um, prior to UCAS was, well, how do you communicate with them? How do you make sure they're working? How do you give them the tools they need to do a good job at their job, at, at, at their, daily, their daily activities? There's a lot of challenges. And I think that the biggest thing with UCAS has been, look, this, this allows, um, allows customers to do it all. We, we have a customer out in, uh, on the East Coast, and we've had them for a long time, and uh, they use one of, a large UCAS supplier, and we've, we've, uh, we've leaned into them heavily. And, and their story is much like many customers. That, look, we had, they had a remote work, a work, uh, workforce that uh, they needed to meet with weekly, uh, so they did that via some of the video conferencing tools, which was great. Uh, they, that same remote workforce needed uh, some tools that integrated into their CRM so they could uh, work efficiently. Uh, and, the, and the leadership needed to make sure that they could communicate well and, and make sure the remote team was, in fact, working. And so that changed their business drastically because now – in the, in the old in the old days, people wanted to work from home, and the the fear from leadership was always, well, are you going to work, and how do I know you're working, and will you do your job? Mm -hmm. That's really gone away with UCAS because there are so many parts and pieces of the tools that allow you transparency into what's happening, and, and it really gives empowers the employees to have the tools they need to do their job efficiently. So I'd, I'd say that's probably the biggest impact is that that remote employee world has now been embraced by the masses. And it really allows um, uh, companies to have some comfort around uh, building a team. Uh, in fact, our entire team is remote. All my employees are, and um, I can't imagine having them in one big office. It's it, there's so many benefits to it. But that's the that's that's probably that has been the biggest impact on our customers. Good, and that and that leads into what I think 
the ideal situation is, right? The ideal situation is that you can present a great solution and solve a great problem for your customer today. And then that becomes a customer that then goes, you know what? Jerry had a great recommendation. This, this UCAS thing totally solved a problem. It, 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 it fixed a piece of our business or helped us evolve into that. And so what, what do you feel that UCAS has done for the next step of that relationship, right? Has that evolved your relationship to where these customers now gain trust in you and they look to you for other products and other segments or what are you seeing there? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, what we've seen is, is, is exactly what you just described. So we've had so much success selling UCAS that our customers have really leaned further into us for other products. So, for example, um, cybersecurity. We never sold cybersecurity until two years ago, ever. Our customers asked us, like, hey, can you help us with this? And that's a, that's a big ask. That's a big trust, right, to say, hey, can you help in this area that we're concerned about? Um, it's spilled over into contact center services or even cloud services in general. So they've seen how it's impacted their business. They've seen how we've, we're able to bring them multiple um, providers and vet them next to each other and sit on the customer side of the table as they make their decision and educate them and make sure that everything from the technology to the contract terms to the customer service to the onboarding it, it all works and when you uh, so what it did is it just it built another layer of trust for them to come back to us and look for additional ways we could help fair point and and I think it you know in my 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 utopia of of how partner and customer relationships go I would love it if every customer relationship out there uh, that they had with our partners, they knew and had full faith in every technology segment that our, that our partners can sell. And the reality is it takes going through the trenches. It takes going through these battles and doing these deployments and proving it all of, hey, look, the, you know, I, I, I can put my money where my mouth is that we know the technology that we're recommending is solid. Now let's help run the rest of your business. And, and you know, the right. end goal that that, that customer ultimately goes to you for everything, and you can be that true advisor for them um, on all those solutions. Right. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, we've seen that. So, um, you know, obviously anybody that needs communications uh, is a target. Anybody that makes and takes calls and, and needs to collaborate and has remote, you know, workers and things like that from a customer side uh, is a great fit for this. But have you focused on any sort of verticals or, or, or seen any verticals or customer types for this, or, or are you covering it more from a broad basis? So it's it's a good question, right? So we've seen we've seen a few things. We've seen two industries that have taken off for us are finance and healthcare. Um, I would love to give you all the reasons why. I don't have all the reasons why. Um, I know why they purchased, but why those industries over others, I can't say. Uh, but it, it really is what you said at the end of that comment is we've had all industries. We have we have customers every shape and size. We have customers in forty eight states. Some as small as, you know, 20 users just looking for a new phone system. Others have us come in. We have, we're talking to a company this week about a new contact center for 5,500 employees. Uh, that's mm. a large company. So we've got, we've got a variety of from really every industry. Because what's, what's nice about these products and services um, is this, is that every company has to communicate. The table stakes for a company are simple. You got to have internet, you got to have a phone system, you got to have a computer, right? Mm -hmm. So how lucky are we to be in a situation where we um, are selling business consumable products that aren't a nice to have, they are a must have. So every, cust every industry, every, every customer has to have a phone. 
and some could, but they they have to have one. So these services are things that um, that you know it's 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 a fit for everyone. And I've been in lots of conversations with with very large companies and very small, and, and you'd be amazed at how they're very similar. Their concerns are the same. Uh, so yeah, so the answer to your question really, Josh, is it's it's you know finance and healthcare have been probably the leaders, but I'll tell you that we have customers in almost every industry you can imagine. Love it, good stuff. So let's go. Let's go to an example. Can you walk me through an example where you know you started with the customer looked like X, and you sold this UCAS technology, and you felt that that, that you saw, or or either by your own admission or them coming to you saying this massively transformed our business. I want to hear, and I want everybody to hear an example of of, of how a transformation mm-hmm. happened because of this technology. Can you walk us through that? Sure. So we had a health, a uh, I'm sorry, a law firm on the East Coast that we sold years ago and 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 they had been in business for gosh i, I want to say over 30 years uh, and they had a very um antiquated way of of evaluating technology and using technology uh, and their and their main pain point when they came to us was um you know the the inability for them to scale in a way, in a meaningful way as they acquired other firms they were a growing firm at the time so um, for UCAS specifically, you know, we came in and evaluated what they were doing. They had a very old PBX, and, a, and, and, and I think they had over 700 employees at six locations. Uh, and it was, in fact, one of the buildings they were using, uh, it's funny, not, not the PBX, but another service that the owner was unaware of. And that's, how, that's how dispersed it was. So we came in and, and just... We, we, we worked with their with their IT team to determine what they needed and uh, brought a service in. And, and the bottom line impact was tremendous for them. They they had a service now that they could communicate with their entire company with ease. And they had several ways to do that. They are, they they leaned really heavily into recording their calls for different reasons. Uh, the chat features inside some of the um, collaboration tools. Uh, the video was transformational for them to bring clients in on video instead of flying people in and out. That saved them a tremendous amount of money. And then finally, you know, again, remote work, remote workers. They had people at the time, you know, um, COVID was starting and they, and they needed people to be able to work remotely and they needed tools to do that. So uh, I still talk with their owner frequently. And he said, if we wouldn't have made the pivot when we did, it was about six months prior to COVID, we would have been in big, big trouble. So it really made a difference in a lot of different ways for that law firm. Um, and it transformed how they work today. And, and they'll never, they'll, they'll always use the tools and they lean heavier. And in fact, he, he called me about six weeks ago and said, what else is out there that I don't know about? So it, it, that, it goes back to what you said earlier, right? They can lean back into you to say, what else should we, we be considering? So that's one example of how uh, UCAS specifically had a tremendous impact on one of our customers. I love that. And, you know, one, if you can keep the lawyers happy and you can keep the legal folks happy, I think it's just <laughs> not easy. I think it's easy from there, right? Uh, you know, those are, and, and, and that group, too, they're, that's a hard group because they have such a unique set of requirements and they have been doing things from cost account codes and billing and things like that that if you can solve those problems. I, I, you know, that's a, that's a huge uh, applause to you there. And, and I think sometimes the funnest part of this job is even though we're technology people, making it not about technology, making it about, hey, I know we're going to hear, you know, we're going to talk about features and this and that. And, and, you know, a lot of people can do that. But let's talk about, tell me about your business. 
what are you trying to do? What's your strategy? Are you M&A? Are you divesting? Are you expanding globally? Are you, you know, struggling with this thing or that thing? Tell me those and then tell me what's on your wish list. What if you could do these things, would that change the game for you? If I could give you chat functionality for you to handle another leg of potential demographic of users that want to talk to you in the way that they want to talk, does that change sure. the game for you? And I, I, I love to hear things like this because you're just, you're helping people think about things that they, they haven't. They think technology just is, is very A and B, uh, and it's not. So I'd love to hear an example like that. Good point, yeah. So uh, as we wrap up here, you know, you've, you've kind of talked about your story of where you started and how you got to this very successful business owner, fantastic partner that we, we love working with. What would you tell people who either, let's say, haven't jumped into this yet or people that maybe are more focused on cloud infrastructure, maybe more focused on network services and really haven't jumped into the UCAS? What, what, what advice would you give anybody there? Yeah, so another good question. So before owning this company, I worked as an EMT on an ambulance. So <laughs> I didn't have any technology background. You talk about technology. I knew nothing about technology. I, I, I literally was the guy who showed up when you called 911. So, you know, if, if I could step into a role in, in, in owning a company, a technology advisor's company, if you will, then anybody can, Josh, if you're willing to put yourself out there. Now, I was very fortunate that I had some great mentors, but you know, in the last two years, we've leaned into Tolaris. That's what we've done. And it's not, I don't want this to be a commercial for Tolaris, but I, I do want to share a few things that really had a major impact on, on me personally and our company. Um, we use Tolaris for everything from your sales engineering team um, to um, escalating um, issues with our customers, uh, to um, some financial backing, uh, to strategic uh, conversations with your owners. It completely transformed our business two years ago and we started working with you. So much so now that my vision for the company has completely changed. Now I'm thinking, okay, um, I can build something substantial, not just a lifestyle business, but I can bring, build a substantial company. So it, from my background where I came from, it, to, to build it for, with really no experience whatsoever um, and leaning into Tolaris where we have, it's, it's, it's not difficult. It's a lot of work, but it's not rocket science at the end of the day. And, and I, I truly believe anybody on the call who's thinking about, you know, maybe going into starting to sell UCAS or looking, thinking about UCAS, it's 80% of what we sell. It, these are easy conversations with your customers, with people you know. They want to talk about how they communicate. They want to talk about technology through and most companies are on antiquated phone systems. <laughs> they don't know what's out there. So I think I, here's my opinion to wrap up, Josh. I think there's there's a, a five to seven year window in the UCAS space. I might be stretching this a little bit, but I think there's a five to seven window where if people take it seriously and really jump in with both feet, they can build tremendous businesses for themselves. I don't know the opportunity looks the same six or seven years from now, but I know today with what the suppliers are providing and what the customers are demanding, I think it's a tremendous opportunity really for anyone. Awesome. Great story. Uh, we really appreciate the kind words. We sincerely appreciate the partnership uh, and, and, and love leaning in. We love leaning back uh, to, to those that, that we feel like we can truly help uh, change the business. And we, we, we really do appreciate when we have that opportunity. So, Jerry, I think that, uh, that, that wraps us up today. I appreciate you so much for coming on the show, man. Josh, always a pleasure talking with you, and we appreciate you guys very much as well. 
Awesome. All right, everybody, that that wraps us up today. Uh, Jerry Goldman, president and CEO of Select Communications, and wraps up our series on UCAS. Um, hopefully you got a good glimpse of what it looks like from the practice, what it looks like from the vendor, and what it looks like from a partner perspective. So until next time, we'll talk to you then. Thanks, everybody. Next Level BizTech has been a production of Tolera Studio 19. Please visit Tolaris.com for more information.